Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Space. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the exploratory space vessel My Puppy. Its ongoing mission? To explore strange new worlds, to engage with freaky life forms, and to boldly try to bring back most of the crew alive. <clears throat> so, Becky wakes up to a beep, 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 beep. Oh, that's annoying. I'm awake. I'm awake. Um, you got it. Did you hit the button? Yes, I hit the button. And then and then you hear Prime. Miss Becky, you have pushed your snooze alarm. 14 times you're supposed to be in the docking bay for the field trip to the computer tech and fiber arts expo 15 minutes ago the captain claire and your students are waiting for you uh give me give me five minutes let them know um i don't know tell them my cat is sick or something and i'm really sorry and i'll be right there sure thing miss becky and Becky goes about uh, cleaning up, getting ready for the day. And Prime says to the captain, who's standing in the in the shuttle bay, Captain, I've heard from Miss Becky. Is she alive? She is alive, and she told me to tell you her cat was sick. Is her cat actually sick? I do not believe so, Captain. She pushed her snooze alarm 14 times this morning. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> She's supposed to be there in five minutes. Yeah, you should probably set her alarm off again. Yes, Captain. And back in Becky's quarters. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Okay, okay, okay. Hit me in the button. I'm I'm done. I'm well, awake. I promise. Becky, the captain just wanted to make sure you were getting up. I am. I really am this time. I'm watching you. You're not getting up. <laughs> oh, Becky gets out of bed. <laughs> So what's going on is uh, the captain is very excited. She asked the crew uh, what they would like to do as a reward for all their hard work and to kind of gain some brownie points with them. The majority of the, sh- the crew, I think there's 300 and some people on the spaceship, decided they would like to go to um, Vegas 5. The casino, oh no, I think it was Carlo 5, Lazen Monte Carlo 5, the uh, casino and uh, beach planet for some rest and relaxation. The captain decided she wanted to go to the Computer Tech and Fiber Arts Expo 
because she wanted to enter a piece of her knitting or crocheting in the in the expo. So that's where the staff has has uh, has gone instead for their time off. Uh, some of them are not very excited about this R and R. Uh, some are downright angry, but uh, but Becky and Claire are joining her on their outing. Becky has decided she is uh, going to do some pick up some extra hours by taking a group of middle schoolers, not the normal kids she works with, but uh, uh, 12, 13 year olds down to the the expo. Uh, she said to enjoy the petting zoo. So Becky's got three or four of those kids who are all waiting in the cargo bay. And uh, and that's where we're at. So. Is, is Becky there yet? Is Becky on her way? What's Becky doing? Uh, Becky, Becky zooms there in record time. So that's about 15 minutes later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, she comes in and she says, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Cupcake was so sick last night. I was, I was, uh, I was just uh, taking care of him all night long. And um, Becky, you what? don't have to lie. I'm not lying. We weren't leaving until nine o'clock anyways. We oh. knew you'd be late. Oh, okay. <laughs> so everybody piles into the shuttlecraft. This, this is a big expo. This is the, the biggest computer tech slash fiber arts exhibition in, in the Kitty Nipple Nebula. This is this is a big this is a big thing. They've got uh, they've got uh, multiple display spaces. They've got a large vending area, and of course, they've got an intergalactic petting zoo. So, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Amanda is very excited. What's she What's she entered in the fiber arts competition? So, um, I am an aspiring fiber artist, and I feel like this is my kind of stepping stone onto like the fiber art circuit. Um, I was inspired one night, I had a dream and I decided to knit a bodysuit for um, a tentacle monster. And so I used um, a couple of different fibers, mainly alpaca, but a bit of mohair for some fuzz. And I made this, um, this sort of like a hot pink and black tiger striped bodysuit for a tentacle monster. For a tentacle monster. That sounds very utilitarian and or sexy. Yeah, it's sexy. <laughs> it's like comfortable and sexy. It's like like you can put it on and watch Netflix. Uh-huh. And then chill. Oh, you mean chill? Yeah, Netflix and chill. Okay. Um, so do you have an actual tentacle monster modeling this or, or how, what's that? Um, no, because we, we don't have any tentacle monsters currently serving on board the mud puppy, mud puppy. I thought there were letters in front of it. I can't remember. Yeah. E ESV mud puppy. Ooh. Um, I'm the captain. I know these things. <laughs> um, so uh, I had the middle schoolers that are coming on the field trip help me make a paper mache tentacle monster body that we're sort of using as a mannequin. 
I'm sure that won't burst into flame at some point during the exhibition. So this, this is all good. And so you've got the tentacle, the paper mache tentacle monster wearing your, your fiber arts uh, uh, stowed in the back of the shuttlecraft. The three of you, Becky, Claire, and, uh, and Captain Amanda pile onto the shuttlecraft. How many middle schoolers are there coming along? Four. So there's, there's four middle schoolers, uh, two, two dudes and, and two girls. Uh, they're going mostly because their parents want some time away from them because they're middle schoolers. And they're, I don't know, are they excited about this trip? Are they? Well, they're kind of pissed because they thought they were maybe going to sneak out into the casinos <laughs> or at least enjoy the beach. Yeah. Um, if, if the captain had chosen differently, but you know, it's something, it's something different to do. And so is Becky, what kind of experience does Becky have with middle schoolers? I mean, she's used to the preschoolers. Does she, um, what's her? Becky has been a middle schooler. Uh Uh-huh. Very recently. Um, She's not very old. She's 24. She's, it's, it's, it's been a decade. Um, so she's been a middle schooler. She thinks it's, I mean, it can't be that different from working with preschoolers. Kids are kids, right? Yeah, you got your, your cooler with your juice boxes and your little plastic bags of grapes. Yeah. Everything be fine. We're going to go to the petting zoo. Kids love petting zoos. What could go wrong? Um, and Claire, what do you, what do you, are you looking forward to anything at the show? Are you looking for any special technology? Are you, are you, are you there for the petting zoo? Are you people watching? What's Claire thinking? Well, she's she's gonna do a lot of people watching is awesome, and but but after the Enterprise stopped by a few episodes ago and taunted us about not having transporter technology, and then the mice, they end up having tech the technology. Claire's gonna be on the lookout for some transporter technology. Which which is the be ship far. doesn't have. You, you don't the have ship doesn't have budget. that much budget. No, no, no. And and so, so the captain yeah. is telling you what you can spend if you find anything. And, and you're going to be looking for deals and maybe things to shrink down and add to your collection, I'm sure. I bet Claire probably could like... Well, of course. Rip stuff off. <laughs> Claire could rip stuff off? Yeah, like... Go and like see how it works and like tinker with it a bit and like ask questions and then just go back to her lab and make it. And build it. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so maybe some sort of, uh, some well, sort Claire of has, uh, yeah, yeah. espionage. And yes. so everybody, everybody piles into the shuttlecraft. It's a little bit crowded. It's, uh, it, it seats, uh, six comfortably. Um, and with you guys and the captain and the four middle schoolers and the, the giant tentacle monster paper mache creature, a little bit crowded, but uh, you take off okay and you, you, you make your way down to, to the expo uh, expedition, ex, exposition space. It is, it's actually uh, taking place, it's not a planet, it's a, it's a, jar, a giant meteor uh, where, they, where they have these events and you land. And you head into the uh, the main entry, which opens up into the vending area, of course, because they want you to want you to spend time in the vending area. And so, what's the plan? Is everybody staying together? Everybody going their separate ways? How how are we proceeding? I've got to get the tentacle thing to the judging area, so I take off with my paper mache 
tentacle monster on a little dolly. And and you hear behind you, um, a, a, a captain, you need a hand with that? Oh, God. And you, you look I, back and it's Clint, the, uh, the raccoonicorn, the beefy raccoonicorn security <laughs> officer. And uh, he's like, I, I, uh, I came down, I wanted to check out some of the security tech uh, earlier and, and uh, got word the shuttle's gonna be landing and wanted to see if uh, maybe you needed a hand. That, that paper mache is kind of heavy. It, it is pretty heavy. This was not the best medium for an eight foot monster. I well, think. I mean, it's better than granite. You're right. I mean, I'm fine if you want to go find Claire and, and go look at the tech with her. Uh, no, no, I already went through the exhibit hall. I'd be happy to, to, to push your cart for you. Okay, you can. And she hands, she hands over the dolly. And, and Clint, just, he's kind of walking a couple of paces behind you, pushing your, your, your dolly. And, and just, he's just goo-goo-eyed at you. You don't, you don't maybe notice this. Um, does, does, uh, does Captain Amanda wear glasses or is she being a, you got a head, but you got a robot body? What you, what's your eye situation? Um, she actually wears contacts, uh -huh. um, but she decided to try out a new contact this week and her eyes got a little bit dry while she was doing work at her desk and she lost one of the contacts. So she has to wear her eyeglasses that she had back when she was in fourth grade. Yeah, so they're, they fit a little bit tight and they're, they're kind of large. They kinda, they're almost like safety goggles, uh, one would describe them, but-, uh, but I don't know if I would say safety goggles. Those aren't <laughs> as stylish as her rims. I mean, they're, let's just say she has a clear view wherever her eyes go. Yeah. Yeah, except behind her, her eyes aren't going behind her, and and Clint They're is not. making goo goo eyes at her. So they head off towards the towards the uh, fiber arts expo display. Becky, what are you and your your four students uh, doing? Well, Becky, before the captain and Clint are totally out of sight, she's like trying to like give Clint some some thumbs up, <laughs> you know, because. Becky, Becky knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> and he, he kind of looks at Becky and kind of blushes, but uh, yeah. he gives her kind of a, a side thumb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Becky, Becky's rooting for, rooting for Clint. But uh, Becky and her crew, um, you know, I think the kids would maybe like to go check out some of the cool tech. But Becky says, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to the petting zoo. Kids uh -oh. love petting zoos. We want to go look at some of the gaming tech. Well, yeah, but come on, animals. I mean, really, Becky just wants to go to this petting zoo. So uh, it'll be it'll be you fun. Hear, you hear the, all four of them groan in 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 unison. Uh, and they they kind of walk along behind you. But glancing back you notice they're getting farther and farther behind <laughs> you with every step that you take fine here's the deal if you guys come to this petting zoo with me i will give you all twenty dollars and you can buy whatever you want at the food court please see the tech You'll get to see the tech. I promise. I promise. But there might be ponies. There might be space ponies. And so the the leader of the kids, we'll call her 
what should we call her? Tina. I think, I think we'll call her Tina. Tina says, well, like, if you give us the money now, we can go to the petting zoo with you first, if you really need us to. Well, Becky has been a middle schooler, and she's not sure she tr totally trusts them, but she really wants to go to the petting zoo. <sighs> All right. So she pulls out the money, and she hands each of them a 20 and says, come on, let's go. And the four of them smile at her and say, see ya! And they just bolt towards the, uh, the tech expo. Uh, so they run through the, uh, the vending display area, down a small hall, through the petting zoo display, and into the tech expo. Um, does Becky follow them, or does she head after the petting zoo? Becky's pretty sure they'll be fine, and she really <laughs> wants to see ponies. <laughs> so Becky's heading towards the petting zoo, the tech the kids are off at the tech expo and, and Claire and Clint, I mean, Amanda and Clint are heading towards the fiber arts expo. Uh, Claire, where are you headed? I think Claire went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, Amanda saw her, saw her veer towards the, the bathrooms. Yeah. So. so we don't know what happened to Claire. Maybe Claire was kidnapped. We don't know. Um, <laughs> Claire's muted now. Uh, okay, so uh, back, to, back to Captain Amanda and- uh, Claire is having very, she's having technical difficulties. They must have gone through a, a meteor shower or some visible thing and she is just having major technical troubles and yeah, she just wants to get to the expo and start scanning and stealing anything she can to hopefully get things fixed here because this is ridiculous. And so, so Claire walks into the expo and they've got a whole section. There must be 20 vendors selling uh, transporter technology. And they've got, they've got stuff ranging from, from like transporter rings that the whole transporter system is just in a ring that you put on and you can transport yourself um, up to, up to 10,000 miles um, to really basic first gen uh, transporter tech that they're, that they're, 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 that they're selling as refurbished. And so, so Claire is browsing around those and, uh, and she comes up to her table and the vendor says, uh, Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, how, how you doing? What you looking for? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. Good. Had good, better good. days. Good. Beautiful day at the expo. Have you tried out the, uh, the food court? They got uh, deep fried everything over there. I, I did see that. The deep fried musketeers were delicious. Yeah, I don't know how they got the swords out of those guys first, but uh, they, I, I don't either. They, they but you know, the little capes on them were were spectacular. Yeah, yeah, they're delicious. Um, anyway, uh, what kind of we got some transporters? Yes. So I, I'm looking for sort of some transporter. Okay, well, what we got here, we got uh, first generation uh, transporter technology. So uh, there's there's lots of fancier stuff out there, but this is this is old, tested, and reliable. So uh, so uh, we could get you get you a real deal if you're looking for it. Uh, I can go over the uh, the specs and the uh, the uh, process for using it if you'd like. But uh, uh, you look like a smart lady, so maybe you already know that. Uh, I don't know. Do you have like the manual, the blueprints, the where it actually originated from? Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, we got all the uh, all the specs, all the uh, all the all the uh, the the history, uh, all the all the previous installations. It's been fully refurbished, and uh, and it's pretty good tech. Uh, it is it is kind of dated. Uh, 
uh, not many uh, what we call civilized uh, organizations are, are using this anymore because it, it does have its drawbacks, but, uh, but it, it, it works pretty good when, when it works. Uh, uh, so, so basically, you download the person you're transporting onto the zip drive. And uh, so they stand on that platform over there and, uh, and you, and, and the computer kind of scans them and then breaks their body down into, uh, into the particles as it scans them. So uh, um, we don't like to use the word destroyed, but it does uh, vaporize them, but, but their, their whole digital record is on this little zip drive here. And you take this little digital zip drive and you put this in the, mm, this cannonball projectile here. You just kind of yeah yeah and then and then you use the transporter cannon so you take this and you launch it where you want to transport the person say it's that planet over there and you launch just the cannonball at that planet and then when it lands somebody goes over there and they they get the zip drive out and then they go on this other pad over there they go and reconstitute the person they kind of kind of rebuild you based on your digital technology so um, you recreate it each time so you well, technically die and are reborn then well that's what happens every time you transport it's just the fancier systems do it over over alpha and beta waves uh and and it's all done with one unit with uh of course without the cannonballs but uh this technology is it's tried and true was used for for generations before uh before uh the uh the the technology improved and the uh the uh tech speeds got a lot faster so uh so what if you get launched to a planet that doesn't have this olden well, day you gotta, you gotta you gotta have your you gotta have your base stations at, at leech location uh so you'd have to send that down there with a shuttlecraft or something um <laughs> Well, I, I'm, it's it's old school, but uh, here's the specs. You can take a look at that. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, okay. So, yeah. Claire gets it, but she also, as she's grabbing the the tech manual from the guy, she scratches him so she can get a sample of his DNA. So if she has to, <laughs> you know, she come has to. back and you know, you know, it's Claire. And so, Becky, you're in the petting zoo. What are you petting? Well, Becky has found um, some space goats. And I don't really know. I mean, they're, they're essentially just regular goats. <laughs> but um, the thing that's really cool about the space goats <laughs> is they have little wings on their backs. And Aww. so they can actually fly <laughs> and they are, you know, circling her as she pets them. And she's even, she's able to feed them out of her hand. And it's, um, it's pretty magical. And she's really glad she didn't bring the preschoolers because they'd be like, Miss Becky, get out of the way so we can pet the space goats. Oh, those little bastards aren't here. Yeah. She gets the space goats all to herself. If you wanted to ride on them and they're coming up and they're yeah. nuzzling you a little bit. They smell cat on you. So, uh, they're kind of interested in that, and uh, but then, what 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 colors are they? Are like they goat colored, or are they like fancy space? Um, they're they're goat colored, but something does catch her catch her eye. She notices a flash of purple and pink and crystal white, and Becky turns around, and there's a goddamn unicorn. Becky has had one wish her entire life and that was to see a real life unicorn becky was the president of um the unicorn fan club 
all the way through middle school. And it could be why some of the kids didn't want to talk to her because unicorns weren't cool anymore at that point. But question Becky, uh yes, when it comes yes. to unicorns in this in this uh reality we're in are they they short squat my little pony type unicorns or are they the long leg sexy unicorns they're sexy unicorns okay they're sexy unicorns and becky has always wanted to see one this is the greatest day of her life and and you turn around and you're looking at this unicorn and you're like your jaw drops and everything and the unicorn's like hey why don't you take a picture it'll last longer no need to stare, my friend. You can talk? Uh, you know shit about unicorns, huh? What? I, I know everything about unicorns. If you don't know we can talk, you apparently don't know anything. Oh, you're really mean. Well, you're staring at me with your jaw dragging on the floor. So, uh, I mean, what do you want me to do? I, I just wanted to pet you. Uh, that'll be $15. What? Well, if you want an autograph, it's $10. If you want to pet me, it'll be $15. Okay, okay, don't worry. Here, hold on. Becky opens her wallet, but it's empty. She realizes she just gave all of her cash to those little assholes that didn't want to come to the petting zoo with her. So Becky just says, never mind. Hey, no cash, on. no stroke. Come back when uh, there's an ATM over there. And the, okay. the unicorn kind of shakes its mane. I don't know if it's a male or female unicorn. I don't know if it matters when it comes to unicorns. It shakes its mane and it just looks, it looks so fucking cool and sexy. It's just awesome. And Becky is, Becky is just devastated. Um, and, and you kind of feel your hand reaching over to kind of sneak a pet. And, uh, and, and the unicorn just, just nips at you and you pull your oh. hand away and, and uh, I don't know, um, are you heading, you looking for the kids? You looking for the ATM? What are you going to do? Well, Becky's not sure how much money she has left in her bank account. So she decides to see if those little assholes have spent her money yet. And she's going to go get it back. And so Becky heads towards the tech expo, expo. Claire is in there looking at transporters. The kids are in there doing who knows what. We're going to go over to the Fiber Arts Expo where, uh, where, where uh, Amanda, what's, what's going on? Have you, have you got your, your, your fiber art displayed or are you, have you entered? Or yeah. Your, where are you? Yeah, I'm setting up. Um, I am part of the... Um, fashion as art uh, competition and so it's like kind of like set up like a runway uh -huh. and everybody has their piece on a mannequin and mine's the biggest and and then a dude a dude with a clipboard he's about three foot tall kind of looks like an elf leprechaun kind of guy um, he comes up and he says, um, uh, mm, what's he sound like? Um, uh, mm, he said, I see you, you, you don't have a live model for your display? Uh, I don't. It uh, didn't say, it didn't he, say in the rules that I needed to have a live model. 
page 643 of the uh, registration document, uh, paragraph four distinctly states that we have a <laughs> runway, sh one runway show in this division. So your paper mache thing is going to either need to transport itself, glide down the aisle under some magical power, or you're going to have to find somebody to wear the costume unless you want to be eliminated from the competition. That's kind of like bullshit. Uh, everybody else, uh, as you look around, everybody else that's in this division seems to have read the rules and regulations. And you look around and there's just models wearing uh, fiber art as, uh, as fashion. Uh, I mean, dozens of them in that area. And uh, uh, anyway, you have about 15 minutes to find somebody to wear that. It's very beautiful, very beautiful. But uh, if you don't have somebody, a, a living creature to wear it down the, uh, the aisle, um, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to disqualify you. No problem. Okay, okay, good, good, good. I'm glad you're taking care of it. Thank you. I'm gonna, mm -hmm. And welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, and so he, he, he hurries off to, to go gripe at somebody else about some other regulation. Um, so what do you? I've got to find Clint. Clint is, Clint is like right there holding me onto your, your two-wheel car. Oh, he's close. Oh, good. Um, I didn't see you there, Clint. Uh, um, that's okay, Captain. Uh, so I was wondering. Uh would how do you feel about modeling because you have a very nice jawline uh, and thank you your saunter is quite steady uh, that's right that's what that's what they uh, told me at the academy that i had a had a, had a steady staunter i think um you know, I think you were the model I was envisioning when I when I made this tentacle monster. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any tentacles. Um, but I think I think we can fix. I can. I can like cut little holes for your feet at the bottom, mm -hmm. and we'll just stuff the third leg. Do tentacle monsters have three legs? Three tentacles? Yes, they have three tentacles. Okay. Um, I think this could work because, you know, Clint, this is my big day and I know I can win this contest. And, and if I had just read the rules, maybe I would have found a tentacle monster to model this for me. Well, but now well you're Captain, my only I, know, hope. I know, I know you're very busy uh, leaving the ship and everything and you got a lot in your mind. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure you didn't have time. So I'd be, I'd be happy to do this for you. Oh, he right there starts uh, starts stripping off his uniform, and uh, <laughs> and, and you know he, he pulls off the uh, the top of his uniform, and you notice he he is just for a for a raccoonicorn, for a seven and a half foot tall raccoonicorn, he is ripped. He's got he's got abs on his abs, and uh, and you're kind of you're kind of uh, uh, this is the first time you've seen your 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 security officer uh, shirtless, and so. He, uh, you, you uh, work him into the costume. I, I guess we're gonna we're gonna leave you two alone for a little bit and uh, go to the tech expo where there is a uh, a red alert going on because three, mm, four it appears young humans <laughs> have 
have absconded with some vaporizing uh, blasters from the the military and security tech display areas. And you just hear blasters going off everywhere and kids laughing and and balloons. They've got a lot of they were going to have a balloon drop later in the day. There's there's like tens of thousands of balloons up in the ceiling and and balloons are, are just popping all over the place. And 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 kids are running. And of course, vendors and visitors to the fair are are all running towards the uh, the two exits. One is an exit out into the 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 landing docks. And it's an emergency exit. One of the other exits is, is through the petting zoo back to the, the vending area and main exit. So so people are are plowing out of there. Uh, Becky, when you hear four young humans, you I mean, you pretty much know. I mean, I'm hopeful. Becky Becky is very hopeful that maybe they're four young humans, humans. <laughs> from somewhere else. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's probably not great. And so you pull okay. out your your communicator and you you uh, you message them. Will you message them? Uh, probably probably instant voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you what do you say to try to bring them to heal? Uh, hey guys, um, maybe you could stop being so naughty and think about the consequences that your actions are having on other people. Um, We could try some of the breathing techniques that I use with my, um, my little ones when, when they get, get a little, little out of control. Um, What do you say? Hey, Tina, she called us naughty. She said, we're naughty, Tina. And Tina replies, yeah, we're so naughty. Oh, breathing techniques. Fuck that. And uh, you hear blasters go off. Okay. Becky says, listen here, you little monsters. You put those blasters down and get your ass over here in three minutes. She's a little farther away from them. Or I swear to God, I will make every day of your life on this ship miserable. <laughs> and you hear a blast and look up because it happened right over your head and a light fixture starts falling towards you. Except comically, it is, it is kind of a, a round, kind of like a wagon wheel, old timey uh, wagon wheel. I, I, I think this happened in a couple cowboy movies. Uh, and this, so there's a wagon wheel shaped light fixture kind of kind of flies down and lands over you. So your arms are trapped and you're, you're trapped in this light fixture and they go running out towards the petting zoo. And we're going to check in with Claire one last time, and then we're going to call this an episode. Uh, What has Claire moved on to? Is she still talking to transporter people? Did she purchase this transporter? What's happening? Well, with the the money that Captain Amanda gave her, this was the only transporter tech that she could actually purchase, and she's hoping to tweak it or maybe who knows, trade it to somebody else who wants it for something better. <clears throat> yeah, but she's also she was really interested in the ring transporters. That would have been so cool. So she has looked into that farther a little bit and hoping someday when Captain Amanda has 
gotten more funding. Maybe they can come back to another expo and get it. Oh, yeah. But she, she's, she's kind of like looked at everything and nothing else catching her eye or anything. So she decided she'd wander out to the petting zoo and look around there a little bit too because it's fun. And as she's heading that way, she noticed that, that Becky is in, in trapped in a wagon wheel chandelier. Um, Becky, what, what happened? Um, middle schoolers are terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, why, why, why did anyone tell me that? We thought you knew. No, I, oh. I liked unicorns when I was in middle school. And, and at that moment, something down the hall in the petting zoo catches Claire's eye and she says, I'll, I'll get back to you and leaves, leaves Becky trapped in the light fixture and heads towards the petting zoo. And uh, I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, Share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.